Yo, y'all. So I apologize right now if you hear background noise. Um, I'm in my trading group and um, the market is about to close in the next few minutes. But you're going to see this on the thumbnail. Um, I'm just sitting here waiting for my food to come. When I tell you they are going to drag the whole entire out of this woman it says in the title i i I just clicked on it i'll probably play the audio for you mother and i love how y'all know um black girl on lost it can be heavy energy but if you want to subscribe um and show some support um we like her content not you know put the like not because we like what we're hearing but because we're trying to support her and have healthy conversations about this and build awareness about this. And it's definitely a documentation process that will go down through the annals of history and in time. But um, she put here kind of like in uh, quotes, quote unquote, mother helps son kill ex-girlfriend and baby mom, y'all. This is so sad. You know, when we talk about the not my thons, you know, these are the ones like, Oh my gosh, that are so dangerous to us. And these conversations are so important because my heart always, always, always goes out to the woman that's on the receiving end of this behavior. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about how, um, uh, I don't want to kind of say it too much because sometimes I feel like sometimes people might think it's too vulgar, but we talk about how, um, Love is a mother's breast, right? And one of the topics that I had coming down the pipeline was about the appropriateness of love and how it really, a mother's love is all-encompassing. And even there comes a time when you have to wean the child off of um, off of breast milk. And it's one of those things where funny, it can feel like you really do want to keep you know, breastfeeding them and it was great for bonding and you have a connection and the baby's grown so much, but there comes a point in time when you have to stop. And a lot of times we don't, I say we collectively, you know, I think even being a woman innately, some of us more so than others, like I I still think I have um, mothering and mothering tendencies, even though I don't have children. Um, but if you put something in front of me, I'm I'm going to want to take care of it and love on it. Um, and I think even in the workplace, when I think about like the I used to work with students and even, you know, and so I would take on that mama bear protection of, of my department, my students, my staff, my boss. Right. Type of a thing. But there comes a point in time. And I say that because the way we do one thing is how we do all things. But. You know, as much as we want to celebrate like the positive traits of femininity, um, we we have to explore what the negative traits are. And matter of fact, this morning there was a very healing uh, oracle message that we pulled about. Sometimes we um, we say something is negative, but we don't look at the other start. Like we talked about how stillness. Um, a lot of times we get beat up for saying like, oh, resting in your femininity is like trash. And I think today we got a healing message about what that means and the purpose that it that it holds and tapping back into what is natural law and order. Right. And so while it is natural for you to want to 
look out for your son. Like, this is not the way at all. And I, I was talking to him a little bit earlier about how my heart will always go out to the woman because how was she going to see this coming? I think it's one thing if you expect it to come from the guy, you know, but I think that we do have a, um, and I want to talk more about this because if we're going to have more warrior goddesses, we're going to have the high vibration and the low vibration. So the same way the patriarchy has its low vibration and low vibration of males and masculines, Increase in women uh, warriors, you're going to have the lower vibration where it's like women are jumping into action to harm others or to take on the toxic traits of, you know, becoming murderous and or self-serving and or treacherous, you know, self-serving, self-conscious. All right, let me turn this down just a little bit. But yeah, he's. Yeah, I'm so happy for him. He's he's having his first son. Um, I think it's a boy, but um, and the the way that he talks about it is kind of so different than what I'm used to hearing. How people like in my community, for the most part, talk about having a child or expecting a child. So it, it's kind of like refreshing, but odd because again, it's not he. You know, he's really excited. He, yeah, I don't want to give too much of his business out, but there. But so. Let's go ahead and listen to this. I'm going to, you know, it, it's heavy content, but it says mother helps uh, son kill ex-girlfriend and baby mother. And, you know, sometimes we, we I wonder, like, how do we lose our path? Because well, how did she get to the point where, you know, part of us with women is we're supposed to value life and you also understand that this woman had a child so you didn't care that that was someone else's mom and let alone the your um your grandchild's parent and it being another woman and the repercussions like how did she lose her path this is insane to me so let's just get into it y'all Oh, I turned the volume off. All those years of yelling, push, push, push. You know what? I'm going to have to... Finally getting put to work. <laughs> let, me, let me turn off this. Um, I have to try to remember to put it on tomorrow. So... Or is he on Zoom? Okay, that's the... Now this is playing. So the, it's... What you heard, the sirens were um, from an Instagram, and so it says prayers for Brooklyn Sims. So they're there. It's outside of a Home Depot store. Police are responding to the scene, and in a little bit, if you do watch the video, they're running in the parking lot to respond and provide assistance. And that's just cold-blooded because from the looks of it, it's like she was in a parking lot, y'all, in uh, sort of a Home Depot. I used to love going to, um, my store wasn't so much Home Depot. It was Lowe's, but it was like literally like right down the street from me. Girl, I used to love getting up early on a Sunday morning and just go through Lowe's and look for all kinds of stuff. And I'd always leave like with a plant or something. Oh, just going about her life, y'all. Oh my gosh. 
There's more police a officers. Mother and son, both charged with murder in last Friday's deadly shooting inside a local Home Depot. And shot to death inside a Home Depot in Pensacola is being inside the Home Depot, like not in even in the parking lot, y'all. And this is the thing, like there's such a blatant disregard for how these type of acts disrupt society. Like they're not caring about the establishment, the people inside, you know, if there's kids in there, the the workers that are in there. And I already covered, you know, like just blatant disregard for this woman also. And this is why it's so weird to me too. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really, you know, I'm not saying other people should, but what always gets me is that this is somebody that, you know, relationships with the opposite sex are far more intimate than they can ever be with another woman because it's like you're you have to go through breaking down several boundaries to be able to allow this person not only into your space but into your physical in a very physical intimate way and how do you go from being that intimate with someone on a level that the rest of us don't experience with each other you know to just uh, turning it into something like that, 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 and, and so this person gave you a chance at love is now the mother of your child, you know, like all those things that should have some level of sanctity or respect mean nothing, you know? Oh my gosh, let's try to push through this. Being identified as 18-year-old Brooklyn Sims. Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons encouraging anyone who may be in a dangerous situation to reach out for help. If you are the victim of domestic violence, uh, whether you think it's a one-time thing or not, you need to call law enforcement. Uh, because, again, uh, too often these things escalate. And, unfortunately, as we saw on Friday, um, they can escalate to a point where someone's killed. And as she's going into that, too, I I talk about this, too, like there is a special place in hell for people who, um, you know, I, I think of when I, I think parents don't take their roles too seriously, like really think about what it means to bring life into this world. And you're, you know, you're responsible for showing them how to be a good, moral, upstanding um, person of virtue and value. And for her to be involved in that and to lead the way in that, it's like you're supposed to be the person with the reason, with the rationale. At some point, do that, does this person become an adult? And this kind of tells you an idea of how young the, the, the man was, too. Because the 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 woman, the girlfriend, was 18 years old, you know? So this is likely a young man that, I don't know, unless it's like one of those six situations where he's like married to someone else and he's freaking 37 or 28 or something. Let's see. Gaming without compromising on performance. She gotta get her coins. I normally watch the commercials, but not when I'm um recording. So, and that was in um Pensacola, Florida, August 11 of 2023. So that just happened. Um, today is the 16th. Yeah. So they said last Friday. Brooklyn Sims was an outgoing, loving, and ambitious young girl whose personality was out of this world. 
She could easily light up any room. Most importantly, she was an amazing mother to a beautiful two-year-old baby girl who meant the world to her. She has so Okay, so if that's her baby's um, baby father, she had that baby when she was 16. So she was pregnant when she was 15, 15, 16. Damn. Anyways. So many plans and dreams for her. She was focused on starting a new job and getting her own apartment. Brooklyn would head to work as she always did, never realizing that all of her hopes and dreams for her and her daughter's future would be something she would never get the chance to see. On the afternoon of August 11th, the Escambia County Sheriff's Office were called to a Home Depot on Davis Highway for reports of a shooting. Upon arrival, they would locate multiple people who had been shot, mm. including an unresponsive young woman. Mm. Multiple people who had been shot. So not just her. Y'all, this is, this is sick. The victim was identified as 18-year-old Brooklyn Sims, who was sadly pronounced dead at the scene. Two other individuals, including Brooklyn's co-worker and close friend, were also shot in the hand during the shooting and are in stable condition. Oh, I wonder, did she work there? Maybe she worked there because it said her co-worker and her friend. Hold on. Y'all, we gonna figure this out. The victim was identified as 18-year-old Brooklyn Sims, who was sadly pronounced dead at the scene. Two other individuals, including Brooklyn's co-worker and close friend, were also shot in the hand during the shooting and are in stable condition. Police were quickly identify the suspect as the father of Brooklyn's two-year-old daughter and ex-boyfriend, 20-year-old Keith Agnew. Keith went into the Home Depot, quickly locating Brooklyn in aisle 52 before getting into a verbal altercation with her. At some point, he pulled out a gun and began firing. What the hell, yo? She's 18 years old. She's working, right? And you find it upon yourself to go locate her at her place of employment to start an altercation? What is wrong with you? What? Oh, my God. Like, people just can't even go about their lives doing what they need to. For the love of God, like, if you were working and you had things going on for yourself, you know, that would be the furthest thing from your from your mind. A short time after the shooting, Keith Agby called the Pensacola Police Department from a pizza restaurant and turned himself in. According to a close friend and family, the relationship had a history of domestic violence, with brief periods of no physical altercations between the two. It was also confirmed that Brooklyn did in fact take Keith to court at some point during or after the relationship. A look into Keith's past revealed he had a history of domestic violence charges filed by two other previous girlfriends. Y'all, when I tell y'all, this is so heartbreaking. And I, I listen to these far and few between. Um, but again, I, I want to support her. So I make sure I'm one of those subscribers and, and that type of thing. And I want to hear how old he is. I'm waiting for them to say his age. But he had two previous um, domestic violence and she had to report it to. And I don't know to what degree we can find out about, you know, like if we're whole adults and grown and stuff like that. This is why background checks are so important because it's like, why even? I, I think that people don't really understand that, um... I think that part of what gets us in trouble, and this is why I choose to just sit on the sidelines, and I, that's why I don't think that you should bash women who 
decide to sit relationships out. I don't think that a lot of us realize, like they say like the number one reason for a divorce is getting married, right? I think that a lot of us, we keep forcing these girls to keep going into relationship, into a relationship. And when they walk away and when it ends, that's when it escalates. And then that's when it becomes dangerous. And it's like, if you had never started it, you wouldn't have, if don't start none, won't be none, you know, type of thing. And so, and, and I don't, I, I listen, when I tell you, I sit here so appreciative in the comfort of my home with my whole entire life to live a whole entire grown age. Because when I think about like, I could have been out here trying to get back into another relationship and doing all this therapy to get back into another relationship when I'm just increasing my odds of like coming on to somebody that, you know, you, you give them a chance and you like give them your number and you get to know them and you let your barriers down in terms of, cause let's just, let's just keep it 100 at some point in time, like whether you choose to wait until marriage or, you know, until there's quote unquote commitment or whatever, what have you, at some point you cross that threshold, like I said, where you become intimate with this person, right? Uh, which should count for something, but I, and I've come to understand males don't look at it that way. <laughs> they just look at it as it's, it's either the difference between jerking off a, a, a towel or you, that's how they look at it. Right. And so, but instead of just being able to walk away and then we've, we've been talking about vaso vasopressin or something. And when I heard the description, how that was re, um, described, I didn't get any lovey dovey um, takeaways from that. Like, and and it's possible because I'm not really out here reading medical journals and um, the way that other people are able to. So I could probably be doing y'all a huge surface. But my understanding of vasopressin, which is supposed people say is the male bonding hormone. The way that it's brought about is like um, stress and anxiety and it creates this feeling in men that they want to um, not protect the women. It's to keep other men away from the women, which is two different things. It's not that they want to protect the woman. It's that they want to keep other competitors away. So if you're having sex and sex creates oxytocin in women, which makes us want to bond and vasopressin in men, which makes them want to um, protect other, like, uh, not protect, but to keep other males away from you. And you've gone into this bond relationship or like this, um, they call it like, uh, I guess I'm going to use the word trauma bonding, but like, there's another word for it, but you go into this like contract together, you know, yeah, he he did it with other two girlfriends. He's going to keep he's going to be like this every time he it evokes that thing in him. And it's like the relationship is over. Walk away. You know, go get your own job. Go you you could have been living his whole best entire life. Mm, let me just keep going. Including but not limited to third degree domestic violence, third degree criminal assault, harassing communications and a list of other charges. Third degree, isn't that like the highest degree? So he's just out here doing the most in terms of assault and, and aggravated assault. Like, this is, this is, this is. 
A look into Keith's past revealed he had a history of domestic violence charges filed by two other previous girlfriends, including but not limited to third-degree domestic violence, third-degree criminal assault, harassing communications, and a list of other charges. A friend and fellow employee identified the victim as 18-year-old Brooklyn Sims. Sims' friend is speaking out today on the warning signs she says led to that incident. And Tanner Stewart joins us. And Tanner, that friend was also hit by gunfire less than five minutes from the time they were due to get off from work. And I'm just looking at the math of this too. So he knew her schedule because he, he did this when it was um, 15 minutes before she was supposed to get off work. So he knew her schedule. But also... Um, Let's do the math. I'm I'm still listening to hear how old he is because she has a two-year-old child. So, um, and he had two other girlfriends that pressed charges. So it's like, were these people before her? Which means that they were even extremely younger or he had the child with her and then he's still out here in these streets. But because he's still in her life, so he's out here practicing domestic violence, y'all. I, mm-mm, I don't, I don't listen. I don't see myself trying to cut through all of these weeds and all this bullshit to try to figure out if if I want to even give somebody my number. Like when I tell y'all, I'm done, and and it sucks for young people because <clears throat> they, oh man, eighteen, like you don't even have a chance to like figure stuff out. That is one hell of a um that was so nice my door dasher just texted me um usually like it, different people like they will just yeah that was so nice but <laughs> they're just being responsible but um um it's hard because it's like if us adults are trying to figure stuff out what kind of a chance do you have picking out the love of your life and your baby daddy that's going to be your baby daddy for the next 18 years um, or till death do you part um, at 14 and 15 and 16 and 17. But yeah, he was either event. What I'm trying to say, too, is he would have to have been cheat. Like, I wouldn't I guess maybe not cheating. Maybe they had the child. And so he they broke up and she he went on to date two other women that did domestic violence on him and he's just circling back to you know mess with her sure the volume is up sue i'm told the uh, contract workers were wrapping up for the day and looking at the arrest report it sheds light on just how quickly this suspect was in and out of this store now according to a friend of the victims and fellow co-worker it all just happened so fast in the arrest report, the Escambia County Sheriff's Office states 20-year-old Keith Agee is seen on surveillance rushing into the Home Depot on Davis Highway and wasting little time, mm. walking down a specific aisle and opening fire on a female victim. Right now, mentally, I can't take it. I, I see a Home Depot, it sends me into a panic attack. A friend confirming today that victim is 18-year-old Brooklyn Sims. Cecion Parnell says she was just steps away from Sims at the time of the shooting, with her back toward the suspect. Parnell is one of two other victims who suffered minor gunshot wounds. She tells me she and Sims were almost off work. It was almost done, probably another two minutes, and we would have been leaving. It, a scene that you think you would never be a part of, because, I mean, I've, I've seen it. 
on TV. I've seen it on movies, but I've always never, I've never thought that it would be me in a situation like that. And I definitely never thought that, you know, it would happen to somebody I love. Parnell says Sims and AG shared a two-year-old daughter, yet their relationship was always unstable. It's just been a little rough situation between them as far as them trying to be together. And recently, they she's just been trying to co-parent with him. That's all she kind of wanted to do. All she ever talked about was that baby. Casey is and was her life. The arrest report states AG got a call Friday from a local medical center while he was at work in northern Mobile County, Alabama. That call took place shortly before AG drove to Pensacola. I called his employer today, AM. Wait, wait, wait. Let me go back because they, they showed it a report. Hold on. Friday. Hold on. Stated he, stated he started today by going to work at Calvert Steel Drive. So he had a job. While at work, he received a call from the local medical office. So what? He. Like what? Like like in like maybe like he had an STD or something, or he came out positive on something, or. Dinner while he was at work in Northern Mobile County, Alabama. That call took place shortly before AG drove to Pensacola. I called his employer today, AMNS Calvert, which hasn't returned our request for comment. Court records show AG was charged twice in the last two years in Mobile with domestic violence. In both cases. The charges were dropped when that. Yeah, so that that speaks to the timeline. So if that happened within the last two years, the child is two years old. So they figured out they had the child together, but it didn't work out. So he went on to future relationships and he went on to to assault those other two women. So if she wouldn't have necessarily had something at the age of 14 to run his background check and be like, oh, OK, this guy's out here beating the crap out of his girlfriend so i'm gonna just stay away he did this after she had the child with him alleged victim refused to testify cc on parnell knows the road ahead for her and other victims will be hard she's encouraging anyone who feels threatened to seek help any woman that is going through any type of domestic violence situation get help don't be scared i just don't want this to continue to happen. It's not fair to people's families. It's not fair to people's kids that these men are taking it this far to kill somebody. I want to hear what the mom is doing with this. It's on a commercial. Hold on. I want to hear what how the mom is involved in this. They need to lock her ass up too. Hold on. Here we go. Just two days after her senseless murder, Brooklyn's friends and family gathered at Davis Park for balloon release and to honor her life. Pink and purple balloons representing Brooklyn's favorite colors floated into the sky as oh. loved ones reflected on her time on Earth, especially her older brother, who feels as if he failed her and that he should have been there to save her. While Brooklyn may be gone, her family says her spirit lives on in the precious little girl she leaves behind. Before the arrest, Sims's family and friends gathered for a balloon release to remember her life. They told WKRG News 5's Jeremy Jones that they hope Brooklyn's death brings more awareness to how domestic violence can progress quickly. Family and friends coming together to remember the life of 18-year-old Brooklyn Sims, who was shot and killed while working at a Home Depot in Pensacola last Friday afternoon. Those closest to Brooklyn describe her as the life of the party, 
and a loving mother to her two-year-old daughter, Casey. And you could tell she was loved. Like, there's so many people out there, y'all. Like, how many people are going to miss her presence, her smile? You know, um, they're not going to get to see her grow. Her daughter... <sighs> the life of the party and a loving mother to her two-year-old daughter, Casey. The way she could make you laugh. She could walk in a room and not say anything and just light up the whole room. I'm gonna miss that about her. It's a reason people used to call her my twin. Like, it's not just because we look alike, we act alike too. That was her brother. She was a soft-spoken young lady. She had a smile that would light up a room. Um, she's a daughter, she's a sister, she's a cousin, and most importantly, she's a mother. Because the last time I talked to my sister, she just wanted to be a good mother, raise her daughter. Zim's longtime friend and co-worker, Zian Zing Parnell, being one of the people injured inside the store mm. during the gunfire. Mm. She was shot in the hand while trying to run out the store. Bullets ricocheted because it was they were bouncing off things. And just being trying to run, just first thing telling me, move. I actually had to hide behind some boxes. Like on the aisle, like where a shelf was, I got behind it and put some boxes in front of me. And I stayed there until some more people came by and they seen me and it was like, come on, we have to exit here. Oh my God. So he was going for the friend too. What a piece of shit, man. As the family works on putting the pieces together to make sure Brooklyn's daughter remembers her mother in the future, family members hope her story can shed a light on a bigger issue domestic violence if you are going through something like this reach out there are resources out in the community you can call 211 talk to someone tell someone let someone know every threat should be taken seriously i agree but like i'm trying to understand maybe and ah oh, this is it's moments like this i probably am gonna not come if it's too bright but i don't understand i understand like in um reporting it but let's say she reported it and she told the police, right? And like, even with the other pre previous domestic violence stuff, how were they going to stop him from going to her job or to her house, you know, type of a thing? And, and how quickly would they be able to respond or something? This is why I'm saying it's better to avoid than to, than to engage and then take that risk. That's why I take the stance that I do because it's like, why even risk it at all? In a shocking chain of events, investigators were discovered through unbelievable text evidence that Keith's mother, 50-year-old Sheila Aggie, knew and participated in the plan to kill Brooklyn. Mm. Texts between Sheila and Keith highlight her involvement in helping locate Brooklyn. It was also revealed that Sheila worked alongside Brooklyn at the Home Depot and even gave... Oh, hell no. She's a stink, bitch-ass hoe, y'all. So she... Because... Oh, that's just foul. So the mom, his mom, works at the Home Depot, too. Probably called them and told them which, because um, remember earlier they said that he went to the store and went directly to a specific aisle. So unless the the, the um, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend was on the phone and was just like, yeah, I'm in section whatever. If you want that smoke, I'm getting, you know, I'm just playing, but no, like she's just like, yeah, I'm over here that, you know, if he says he's going to talk to her, 
Or the mom was like, hey, yo, I'm on the same shift. She works in this section or she's on the schedule to work. And, you know, because like you can see the work schedule and see like where they assign. Oh, that stank ass bitch ass hoe. Oh, it was also revealed that Sheila worked alongside Brooklyn at the Home Depot and even gave her a ride to work the morning of the shooting. No. Oh, my God, y'all. She gave her a ride to work knowing that this man was fin oh oh i hope they tear her from limb to stern wherever she's going to oh this is treacherous as fuck and y'all i try not to have profanity but oh oh my god oh y'all and this is the part where i start to cry so Let me just keep playing the thing. Proving that she was fully aware of when and where the shooting was going to take place. Never considering the fact that innocent lives of customers and co-workers could have possibly been lost during the process. Such a sick and calculated individual. Even going as far as attending Brooklyn's <gasps> balloon release. She was subsequently arrested. And oh, she, oh, when you talk about a piece of shit. Y'all, they have pictures of her. And it looks like she's holding the grandbaby, too. What a piece of shit. She attended the um the girls' um, like repast thing. Oh. We don't need this. We're at the future we're going to, we don't need this. Oh, my God. It's the audacity. Washington County, Alabama and will be extradited to Escambia County. She has been charged with the principles of first-degree murder. The text conversation between Sheila and her son, Keith, reads as follows. Keith, she do nothing but cost me money. I'm going to just shoot her. <gasps> I know I hate that for my daughter, but like I said, I can't take it. I don't care anymore. Sheila, okay, I'll call and tell you if you want to go to jail. I'll tell Uh-uh, uh-uh, y'all, hold on. Turn your volume up. I'm going to I'm going to go back to the transcript of what what Oh my gosh. So you're going to hear I'm going to try to turn it up a little bit. Um and then I'm trying to see where they are on the transcript cuz he's telling her that he's going to shoot her and I want to see where it is in the transcript because if she doesn't read the full transcript, I'm going to go back and read it. What the f read as follows. Keep. She do nothing but cost me money. I'm going to just shoot her. I know I hate that for my daughter, but like I said, I can't take it. I don't care anymore. Sheila. Okay, I'll call and tell you if you want to go to jail. I'll tell you when we get close. But if you don't, you're a punk. Don't call grandma and tell her. She was trying to talk. Oh, hell no. So she doesn't read the whole thing, but she has a transcript, y'all. This is some So the, the, the guy's name, I guess, is he's K.A. and then it's Mama, right? So he says, shit, ain't none but caught. Oh, she, he can't even spell she, S-H-E, it's S-H-I. Yo, stay your ass in school. So it says, she ain't done nothing but cost me money and give me a, I guess, like a headache. I'm effing just shoot her and i hate that for and they put the so they, they have um redacted the daughter's name because she's a minor and she says and she says i hate that for our daughter and but like i said i can't 
take it. I don't give a fuck no more. Right. The mom says, okay. Then the mom goes on to text and say, okay, I'll call you and tell you if you want me to go, if you want to go to jail, I'll tell you when we get close. But if you don't come kill her, you a motherfucking bitch. She says that to her son. Then the mom texts again and says, don't call nanny, which is the grandmother, and tell her she will try and talk you out of it. The son says, I even, ah, oh, y'all know I'm terrible with grammar, but I'm, doing, I'm taking one for the team right now. I think he's trying to say, I'm, I don't even, uh, even go and tell her why I left. I'm just gonna say, I got to go to the dentist. So the mom says, don't even go there. She will know you left. Don't shoot at my motherfucking car. I don't want to die. Oh my God. So he says, I'm not. So he's like, can remember, because we remember at the beginning, we said, um, she had to have known the schedule, right? So it turns out the mom is that knows the, um, the work schedule, know, you know, knows where they work and is kind of like, she must've been waiting for him to pick him up or whatever, but don't shoot at my car. Does have a. So he says, I'm not. So she says, wait till I put her out. Oh, because they rode to work together. What a piece of shit, yo. So he says, I was going to wait till she got out. Mama says, okay. So he says, but that's another thing. If she don't get out of the car, mama, I have to drag her out and I can't. I'm going to ask you to step out because I'm going to open the door. Just shoot her. And the mom says, as long as you don't shoot me. And the mom says, hell, if you're getting off work now, I'll give you the address here. And you can ride over here and do it so you don't have to do it in front of his dot of the daughter. And is, so he says, send it to me. And then the mom says, we just in Pensacola. Oh, my. Oh, oh, I hope that the judge hands her ass to her. And then it says. So he says, I'm on the way, send it. So the mom says, hold up. Let me get it. Let me get it. Erases the, oh, she tells him, erase the text because I don't want nobody to know I was texting you stupid ass. So she calls him a stupid ass. So she knows her son is dumb because she has to walk him through all the stupid. So he says, I already deleted mine. Trust me, I... I guess he's trying to say, ain't going to say shit about us even talking TD. And then he texts her again, what's the address? Oh, y'all, I'm going to put, I don't normally put profanity thing, but I know some of y'all don't, oh, I'm, I apologize, but this, that's up y'all oh close but if you don't you're a punk don't call grandma and tell her she was trying to talk you out of it keep i'm not going to tell her why i left i'll just say i gotta go to the dentist sheila don't even go there she won't know you left don't shoot in my car i don't want to die keith i'm not 
Sheila, wait till I put her out. Pink, I was gonna wait till she got out. Sheila, okay. Okay, so I apologize. She did read it because um because of the pause and she had changed the pictures. I um I assumed that she wasn't gonna read the rest of the transcript. All right. Pink, but ma, that's another thing. If she doesn't get out the car, I'm about to drag her out. Or I'm about to ask you to step out because I'm going to open the door and just shoot her. Sheila, as long as you don't shoot me, if you're getting off work now, I'll give you the address here. And you can ride over and do it so you don't have to do it in front of your daughter. Keith, send it to me. Sheila, we're just in Pensacola. Keith, I'm on the way to send it. Sheila, hold up, let me get it. Erase the text because I don't want anyone to know I was texting your stupid ass. Keith, I already deleted mine, trust me. I'm not going to say anything about us even talking today. What's the address? Sheila, I can't wait to get back to that store to give you the address because you're going to have to shoot me today. I done told you about... Wow, so there's even more. This is the part I didn't read. So let me go back a little bit more because this is new. This is the second page of the transcript. And I want you to hear it because obviously I'm not going to reread it, but I want you to hear it and pay attention closely. can't wait to get back to that store to give you the address because you're going to have to shoot me today. I done told you about cussing at me. Keep. All I want is the address, Mom. I'm done talking. I done talked enough. I know what's going to happen, and I'm okay with that. I done already been thinking it through, and this is the only way for me. I don't know why you're so quick to stop with me, but again, you must be scared of Brooklyn or something. I don't know. She's going to be on the floor, right? Sheila, waiting on you. Keith, I'm saying, will I have to go find her in the back or something? Sheila, nope. Keith, okay, stay out of my way. Sheila, I am. Keith, LOL, man, get off my phone. All I needed was that address. Leave me alone, finish your work day. Then last thought of her knowing she messed up and the regret in her face will be enough to satisfy me. I don't care what she sees when she's dead. Sheila, okay, whatever. I don't care. Do whatever you want. I don't give a F. Because I'm going home today, not to hell or to jail. <gasps> Keith, good for you. Sheila, okay, then stop texting me. I'm working. Do whatever you want to do. It doesn't affect me either way. TMB County Sheriff's Office says these text messages show the mother of the man accused of killing his ex-girlfriend inside the store actually encouraged her son to do it. Sheriff Chip Simmons on Tuesday revealed Sheila Agee and the victim, 18-year-old Brooklyn Sims, worked together at the Home Depot on Davis Highway. Mm. And Agee even drove Sims to work. Agee's son, Keith Agee, who shares a daughter with Sims, is accused of shooting and killing Sims inside the store mm, last mm, Friday. Mm. In a string of texts, the son allegedly tells his mother he's going to kill Sims. At one point, the sheriff's office says Sheila Agee texted, If you don't come kill her, you win expletive. The text man. How are they even saying allegedly? Like, are we really in a world where we can see the text? Like, who else would have written this? You think Verizon is just going to be like, oh, you know, with some random worker typing stuff into people's allegedly? Yeah, what have we come to? G texted, if you don't come kill her, you win expletive. The text messages, if you look at them, uh, paint a pretty, pretty, you know, scary picture of not only knowledge, but also a level of, of assistance. According to the sheriff's office, Sheila A.G. goes on to text, I'll give you the address here and you can ride over here and do it so you don't have to do it in front of the daughter that the two share. You think that that's as bad as it gets, that the, um, you know, the, the, the child's mother is killed by the child's father. That's terrible. And then you come to find out grandmother had, had some role in this. Um, again, I don't think it gets any worse than that. Monday evening, friends and family hosted a balloon release in honor of Brooklyn Sims in Mobile County. 
an event Sheila A.G. even attended. They have her trifling ass. This heifer, they have her on video. Oh, y'all, this is so Brooklyn Sims in Mobile County, an event Sheila A.G. even attended. Sheila A.G. was arrested Monday night in Washington County, Alabama, but has not yet been transferred here to Escambia County. Oh, wait a minute. So somehow between the time that she got arrested, because they're in Florida, the Home Depot is in Florida. This happened in Pensacola. And when they arrested the mom, she was in Alabama. So she was trying to jump ship, y'all. <laughs> and if he thought that she was going to be around, I, I don't know when he turned himself in. Or I guess like, because it sounds like he went next door and turned himself in, which would have given her a head start. Maybe she started to get phone calls like, hey, your son turned himself in, at which point she was like, uh, decided to skip town. And if he thought that she was going to be there to bail him out or listen, when, when, when you call it, what is it? There's no loyalty among thieves. Like if, if he was expecting her to come and protect him. He didn't, she didn't do it for other women, so why would she have loyalty to you? Oh, this is... Twenty-year-old Keith Agnew remains in Escambia County Jail, held without bond on charges of first-degree murder and aggravated battery. His next scheduled court appearance is set for September 1st in Escambia County Circuit Court. The case remains ongoing. Oh, jeez, man. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, we'll have to come back and talk about this. And this is, I, you know, uh, I don't, I don't like having to be right about stuff. Um, not when it pertains to this. Um, I think that it's one thing for me, and I'm going to, I'm going to go because I don't like these to be too long. Um, and I have to kind of settle my soul before I go eat. Um, but it's one thing for me to come on here and have conversations in an echo chamber or to people who are like-minded like me. But how do we reach the younger people? How do we reach the 14-year-old girl? How do we reach the four, you know, 13, 14, 15-year-old girl? Um, and... So, I will let you guys go. I will sort through this in my mind somehow, some way. I uh, will talk to y'all later. Y'all be safe out there. Love you. Take care. Bye.